Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's an emergency podcast, an emergency edition of the Believe in Steelers show. I'm Mark Bergen, joined as always by my guy, two-time Super Bowl champion, Pittsburgh Steelers scout, and the man known as Swaggin' You, Ike Taylor. IT, right off the top, we'll tell our listeners and viewers Today's presenting sponsor of the Believe in Steelers show, betonline.ag. They'll take care of all of your gambling needs all season long. And I think the odds are going to change a little bit with some injuries that the Steelers have had. 365, 24-7, regardless of what sport it is, make sure y'all go to betonline.ag. You can see the promo code on your screen right now. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts IT, the reason for this emergency pod, Cam Hayward, going to miss several weeks with a groin injury. He's going to seek a second opinion on whether or not to get surgery. A huge blow for the Steelers coming out of the week one loss to the 49ers. How do you regroup? Because it's going to be awfully tough replacing the captain and the six-time Pro Bowl defensive lineman. Yeah, all we know from Cam is a future Hall of Famer, uh, Mr. Consistent, Um a fan favorite, definitely in the in the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't know about the NFL as far as like really knowing how good Cam Hayward is, but when you want to talk about a guy from other teams and other players respect and talk about top 100, Cam Hayward is that guy. So it's going to be hard in general. It's going to take two um, off of Cam one just to replace him. But a future Hall of Famer, man, you just can't go in and uh, say the next man up when you want to talk about a guy like Cam Hayward. So yes. This is going to hurt, especially when it's up front. And you know how we feel when we talk about building your house. You build your house from the ground up as a foundation. And Cam has been a foundation for plenty of years for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ike, he has been so healthy during his career. Coming into the league in 2011, he has played in at least 15 games in each of those seasons, other than the 2016 season when he played in seven games. So other than that, he's been pencil him in for at least 15 games, if not all 16, if not all 17, year in and year out. He's now at the age of 34. It's the reason why we wanted him to have a country club uh, style of training camp to you're going to need him. Now it's the recovery process of when can you get him on the field that is close to 100% as possible later on in the season because if the Steelers are going to make a postseason run, Later on in the season, in the back half of the season, Cam Hayward is a player that they're going to need. Yeah, availability is the best ability, Mark. But when you when you got a guy who's available, he just so happened to be a future Hall of Famer, it's hard to replace. And the numbers you just spoke of since 2011, man, um, the average has been 15 games, only 16 games. Now I'm bumped up to 17 games in the regular mm-hmm. season. So when you average averaging 15 games plus itself for one year, that says a lot about the availability of Cam and the reason why we're talking to being a future Hall of Famer, um, especially as a D lineman. You don't even want to call, you don't even want to give him a a, a title or position, you know, because Cam played D tackle, D end, he can play anyone at defensive line. So when you got a guy like that of that magnitude, Mark, who can pretty much do it all when it comes down to playing a position on a D line, that's going to be hard to replace. And he's the type of player who helps T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith off the edge, showcase abilities. Because if you want to put your attention to a player like T.J. Watt off the edge, Cam Hayward is going to win one-on-ones more often than not. 
Pop on the tape, look at last year's game against Atlanta when Minka Fitzpatrick had the game-winning interception to put the Falcons away. It was a bull rush caused by Cam Hayward in an A-gap, getting pressure on a quarterback on a down, and what that does to disrupt an offense on pass plays and in the running game. So now with Cam Hayward out, I look to two young players who really need to step up in his absence, and that's DeMarvin Leal, the second-year player out of Texas A&M, and then the rookie out of Wisconsin, Keanu Benton as well. They're going to have their opportunity now to showcase their abilities. Curious to see if the Steelers make an additional move to maybe bring in a more veteran player, more established player. But those two young players early on are going to have the opportunity to try to fill that void in the large shoes left in the absence of Cameron Hayward. Now is the time, you know, just, just looking from training camp and you said uh, kind of putting Cam on ice because of his age and just getting him ready for the regular season. And the young guys are getting their reps in training camp in the preseason. Now is the time. You didn't want now to be the time, but now is the time. So when you want to talk about having depth, that was one of the positions Pittsburgh still has had depth at was that defensive line. So it's like a perfect, it sucks because it's Cam and we understand how important Cam is. But when you want to talk about having that kind of depth and where, it's important to have depth right there, and we do. One question I have, Ike, is the locker room, the veteran leadership. Cam is a captain for the Steelers, too. What does that void mean when a player of that magnitude is out for an extended period? We saw it a year ago with T.J. Watt. But, Ike, from the player standpoint, what's it like being out with a key player, but then a player who also have leadership, who also has leadership responsibilities? As long as Cam is in the building, it, it it really don't matter. It's it's okay. it's being it's being on the field, you know. So it takes two for one, meaning uh, it's gonna take the two young bucks uh, to equal or try to live up to the hype of, of what Cam did. And you said something about applying pressure. This young generation, that's what they like to say when they think they're good. All I do is apply pressure. And since Cam stepped into the league, that's all he did between offensive line and quarterbacks is apply pressure. So we'll just see what the uh, the two young boys, what they're going to wind up doing. I got a good feeling about them. Um, did you want them to do it at this time? Nah. But at the same time, you always prepped and wanted to be, them to be ready if things like this happen. So, again, having that depth at that D-line position, Mark, helps. They'll have that opportunity. Ike, we're going to go from defense to offense now. We just found out that Deontay Johnson also expected to miss several weeks. He has a hamstring injury. And I say what you want about Deontay and the missed touchdown pass that Kenny Pickett had and the struggles not to get into the end zone a season ago, even though he had 80 plus catches. Deontay Johnson has been the constant with this offense for the past five seasons or so, where regardless of what kind of defense lines up against the Steelers, what they put out there, he's shown the ability to get open using his quickness and his route running ability and now we say next man up, George Pickens is going to have that opportunity. Allen Robinson I actually thought was one of the bright spots on Sunday, one of the few. And then Callan Austin III will have his opportunity now too. But without Deontay, this really stinks because I really wanted to see what he could do given that he had a full offseason to work with Kenny Pickett. He'll be out several weeks as he works to get back from a hamstring injury, Ike. Yeah, I look at in the offseason how players feel about players. And I heard with Darius Slade, said about Deontay. Um, he said he's probably one of the best route, one of the best route runners in the NFL. And that says a lot about Deontay and how other people and how other guys uh, view him from other teams. Um, that's a lot of respect. 
But at the same time, it's a reason why they get AR. Um, Allen Robinson coming from the, the LA Rams, a veteran guy, know what it is to be a professional, um, big and physical. Now it's time for Calvin Austin, the third, to step up. You know, so we saw what he did in the preseason, Mark, um, him making them explosive plays, uh, what we what we felt like we was missing at the same time. And this is one thing you can't coach. It's two things you can't coach. You can't coach height, you can't coach speed. And that's one thing Calvin Austin has is tremendous speed, especially coming off his injury. So it's going to take another two for one. It's going to take AR and Calvin um, to kind of fill in for, 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 for Deontay. It just sucks. You get two uh, Pro Bowl guys, one on defense, one on offense. But at the same time, that's another position we feel like the Pittsburgh Steelers draft well at. That's that wide receiver position too, Mark. Yeah, Ike, I always try to see things glass half full. I My fear was that it was going to be some sort of non-contact ligament thing. Uh, I thought it certainly could have been worse with Deontay. Yeah, well, you want to talk about the hamstring? That's the only thing about hamstrings, Mark. Bless you. Thank That's you. the only thing about hamstrings, Mark. You know, they, they come and go as they please. You know, and you really, you really, yeah. you really can't say um, too much. It's really going to be on Deontay on when he feels like he can come back and, and, and get into a ball game. You don't want to rush them hammies because when you rush them hammies, mm-hmm. man, you, you don't want to tell that either. So uh, it, it sucks. Again, it sucks, Mark, because who they are, two starters, um, two Pro Bowl guys. But at the same time, uh, us drafting, us having that kind of depth, we got depth at the D-line, and we also got depth at that wide receiver position. Yeah, and now George Pickens, I would assume, would get a healthy amount of targets, Fryermuth, Robinson, and then get the ball to Calvin Austin in space. I am curious because Deontay has typically played the X. Do you move George Pickens there? Do you move Allen Robinson from the slot there? How this – and maybe do a bit of mixing and matching you, to see what works best. Go ahead, Ike. So, so, so now you move George around. Okay. So instead of George just lining up at the Z, he's going to be the slide to X and the Z. Um, and now now this is where Darnell come into factor. I'm just guessing. This is where Darnell uh, come into factor, our, our rookie tight end uh, coming from George. This is where he come into factor too. So it's going to be a lot of two set, two uh, two tight end sets. They call it 12 personnel. That's one back, two tight ends personnel. Um, it's going to be a lot of play action. I'm just guessing. It's going to be a lot of play action uh, protected and trying to get the ball to either Allen Robinson, George Pickens, or Calvin Austin III. So uh, Matt Canada will get creative. We're going to see a lot more with Darnell, I think, because of the injury of Dante, Deontay. Yeah, Ike, uh, not a ton of silver linings from Sunday, but T.J. Watt's performance, I thought Allen Robinson was pretty good. And you mentioned Darnell. The pancake block on Bosa off the edge. I wish we could have seen that dozens of more times on Sunday, but uh, you can't win them all and everything. Ike, uh, any final thoughts here? Again, we wanted to just record a quick emergency pod with the Cam Hayward news, also the Deontay Johnson news coming down just to make sure we get that out to our listeners and viewers. Uh, my guess is as far from a secondary standpoint, I think we're going to see a little bit more of Joey Porter Jr., JP Jr. Ooh, okay, Ike. Okay, Ike. We'll see. Uh, week two is coming up against the Browns Monday Night Football. Uh, Ike, we will likely be back before then to preview right. that game. But again, we wanted to pop on. Very curious to see what Mike Tomlin says Tuesday. We might have some more information, too, by the time you're listening to this, of is Cam Hayward going to, in fact, get surgery or not? By the time you're listening to this podcast, by the time it's out later today, 
we may have that news. So keep it here on Believe in Steelers. And week two is now right around the corner. Week one, trying to get off that that opening season loss, Ike. But I'll go ahead and sign off for the both of us. For Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thanks for watching Believe in Steelers. We'll see you next time. Take care. So long, everybody. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.